Preaching the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. That is the topic in today's edition of Shi'ar Jashub. Hi, this is Patty Scalzo, and along with the Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, we welcome you to this Bible study in the Heavenly Authority series taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. Pastor is discussing the New Testament ministry and has been delving into 2 Corinthians chapter 4. In our last program, Pastor read Paul's words how, even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded. And when we left off, Pastor Greg had read the Lord's words about the dark ruler of the world from John 12, 31. Here now is Pastor Greg. And that's why he says judgment now has come and the ruler of this world is cast out because on the cross, Jesus buys it back. He takes it back from him and no longer belongs to him because the Son of God has died and purchased it back. And one by one now, the enemies of Jesus are crushed, pressed down. The demons are crushed under his feet. But it's a battle. It's a battle to take back the ground, which, when you look at it, the majority of it, when you turn on the television, when you read the papers, when you listen to the radio, the bulk of it is still in the possession of the devil, but only for a very short time. Ultimately, Satan will take the kingdoms of the world and hand it over to his Christ, his Antichrist, but he'll have possession only for a time, time, and half a time, three and a half years. And then Jesus Christ will return and establish the kingdom, the eternal kingdom forever. But for right now, and this is something that a lot of people have a hard time with, there is a devil... There is a demonic realm. It has a strong grip upon this world, even though Jesus has purchased it back to God because people keep giving by sin and disobedience power to this ruler of the air, this one destined for Gehenna. Gehenna was not made for man, but for the devil and his angels. You know that old image of the devil having a good time in hell the Bible teaches in the second death, in the lake of burning fire, the most suffering will be the devil, Satan. He is aimed at eternal damnation, and Jesus fixed it at the cross. But right now, he holds on, he clutches, and he has great power. Now, greater is the one in us than he in the world. And we're not supposed to become, as Christians, paralyzed. But if you take Christ out, and most situations in this world of people are doing things without the Lord. People that are not believers in Jesus, and sometimes, unfortunately, people who are believers in Jesus are going about their lives without the Lord. And so who becomes the master? Satan. And so disobedience and darkness and the realm of darkness come in, and that's why things are the way they are. That's why there is so much darkness, and that's why it is such a battle. And there is this battle going on in heavenly realms. And it's amazing when you think how many people, if you were to talk to them about the devil, 
They'll really think something's wrong with you. You believe there's a devil, right? And yet they don't realize that they're being, by not believing that there is a devil and by pushing God out of their lives, whether they believe in him or not, they've made the devil the ruler over their life. And the devil is manipulating and using them. They are his pawns and saying they're their own master. They've made the devil their master because the only way you drive out the power of Satan is by the power of God. And unless you submit to the mastery of Jesus Christ, the devil will rule you whether you believe in him or not. Satan keeps them blinded. The God of this age has blinded, Paul said, their minds. Those who are perishing, those to whom our gospel is veiled, whose minds the God of this age has blinded. He keeps them behind the veil. He keeps them darkened in darkness. He keeps them imprisoned. He blinds them. Why? Lest, lest, for fear that, so that they cannot have. He keeps them blinded lest, because he's afraid, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God, should shine on them. Lest the light, the light of the gospel, the good news, the good news of what? The glory of Christ. That's the message that Satan doesn't want the world to know. Right there you have the salvation, the gospel message. So if verse 2 tells the minister how he should act, Verse 4 here tells him what he should be preaching. The very thing that Satan doesn't want the people to know. He wants to keep them blinded lest, in fear that, the light of the gospel, the good news of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. He doesn't want the world to know the light of the good news of the glory of Christ. He wants that message to be stopped. He wants it to be veiled. He wants them to be blinded to it. And that's exactly the message then that we should be preaching. The light of the good news of the glory of Christ. Who is he? Christ, who is who? The image, the image of God. The exact and absolute expression of God Almighty the exact and absolute likeness of the Father, the manifestation, the visible manifestation of Almighty God, the image of God, the only image of God that we can have. If you have any other picture of what the Father is like, because you cannot see him, God is a spirit, the Father is a spirit. The only image you can have of God Almighty the Father is in his Son, Jesus Christ. He is the image, the exact and absolute expression of his father. He and his father are one. And the devil wants to keep the world, he wants to keep the people that are perishing, blinded so that they cannot see what? The image, the glory of Jesus. He doesn't want them to see Jesus. They can see religion. They can see things that sound Christian. Some can study different parts of the Bible. Some can throw the Bible aside. The most important thing to him, though, is that they do not see who? Jesus. They have to be blinded to Jesus, because if they see Jesus, 
they see God, and they see the glory of God, and they see the good news that God has provided salvation, and they can be set free. And he doesn't want them free. And so you have all your cults and all your demonic things, anything to take the focus off of who? Jesus, because the message that sets them free is the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. That's how light shines in the darkness. And the devil doesn't want that. He wants to keep them in darkness. And he can do it outside of religion and atheism. He could do it outside of religion in satanic occultism. He can do it in religion in cults that think they're following the Bible and missing the most important aspect of the Bible, who is Jesus. The devil wants to keep them blinded to the glory of Christ and the glory of the good news we have in him. Lest the light of the gospel, the message of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. And this is the battle that we have going on in the heavenly realms. When the good message, the good news of the glory of Christ shines on men and women, there is salvation. There is freedom. Eyes are open. Lives are changed. And Satan is crushed and defeated and can smell a little more the fires of Gehenna approaching him. And the devil and his forces, his demons and his pawns in this world will do anything to get the eyes of the people off of Jesus and to corrupt the good news so that even so-called churches will start to do everything else but preach Jesus Christ. You could be in a church your whole life, and it might not even be a cultic church. It might be the creed might line up with the Bible and never really have Jesus presented to you and not see him and not know you have to be born again. And the glory that we read last time of this great eternal contract in what he has done. And the devil wants to keep them blinded because only, only the glory of Christ can set them free. Only the glory and the work of redemption of the Son of God saves. So then Paul says, as a New Testament minister in verse 5, for we do not preach ourselves, okay, this is part of what is a preaching message, for we do not, we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your bondservants, your servants, your slaves, for Jesus' sake. We do not preach ourselves. Listen to the tone. He's not setting up some type of hierarchy where he's going to be able to sit down and rule a bunch of people who are going to rule a bunch of other people. He's telling that his purpose is not to lift himself up. We do not preach ourselves. The only thing we preach is Christ Jesus the Lord. Hallelujah. And we are your bond servants for Jesus' sake. A minister is a servant for Jesus' sake. For Jesus' sake to tell people about Jesus Christ the Lord. The focus of the preaching. In Romans chapter 1, in Romans chapter 1 and verse 1, Paul says, Paul, 
Again, a bond servant. Now he is a bond servant of Jesus Christ. He is a servant of the Lord. And as a servant of the Lord, for Jesus' sake, he becomes a servant of all the people. A bond servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God. He's not denying his position, right? He's not denying that he has a special office, that he has a special calling. That would be wrong. It would not be truthful. But at the same time as he's saying he is an apostle, he's saying that he is a bondservant of Jesus Christ. That role, even as an apostle, is to serve. Is to serve the Lord Jesus, and for Jesus' sake, to serve the people by preaching, not themselves, but preaching Christ Jesus the Lord. There is a great responsibility of service. This is not to exalt the minister, the apostle, the prophet, the teacher into a position that people are drawn to them, to their ministry, and lift them up, though we cannot deny that Paul had a very important ministry, right? It's written in the Bible. Still, the focus, the reason it was so successful in the sight of the Lord was that he led people to Jesus Christ. We do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord. The one, the only one that is exalted, the only one who is preached, the focus of any new contract, New Testament teaching has to be on the Lord Jesus Christ. Join Pastor Greg on the web for serious Bible study and information about our church. The address is www.shiarjashub.org. And may the Lord bless you as you serve him.